Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I'm your host. Now, has anyone told you how amazing you are yet today? Well, if not, allow me to be the one to say it. I think you're pretty great. In fact, you're probably stronger than you think, you're smarter than you realize, and you're loved and you're valued. So how's that for some encouragement? You know, life can beat us up pretty badly at times, and maybe you've been feeling really discouraged lately, or just plain defeated because things are not going your way. And I totally get it. In fact, I have been there, got the t-shirt. It can feel soul crushing to have hoped and then lost. So if you've been feeling the pressure and you feel all alone, and you're just feeling as though you're never going to have what you want, then imagine me sending you a huge virtual hug and a high five. I'm basically sending you all the things today. Now, for some reason, I just felt like I should say that today. I know from a personal experience that just having some encouragement can mean the difference between making it a great day or making it through the day. And when you tune into the Courage Cast, I want you to feel that connection because that's why I'm here. That's why I record this podcast every single week because you could have chosen to do anything else right in this moment, but you chose to click play and be here with me. So I want to say thank you. And I want to say that you're seen and you're heard and that I'm glad that we're doing the journey together. And I also want to let you know that you're not alone. So even if you are feeling pretty lonely, please know that I'm here for you. Now, did you know that most people struggle with the feeling of loneliness? In fact, studies show that 50% of both Americans and Canadians feel lonely. So they either struggle with thoughts that people don't know them well, or maybe they lack companionship. They feel as though their relationships aren't really that meaningful, and they feel isolated from the people they love the most. And even with amazing friends and a loving and supportive family, I too feel quite isolated and alone at times. So it affects all of us. I can't tell you how many times I would look at my cell phone and will a text to slide across my screen just so I would feel known by someone. So no matter what our lives may look like on the outside, fighting isolation can be really tough. So today we're going to actually be talking about vulnerability, isolation, and the burden that we feel when we need to reach out for help. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Today's coaching call really hit me in the heart. One of the things that I love most about my job is connecting with women right where they are. And so often I can see the same struggles that they are facing because I've had to deal with those same issues in my own life. So allow me to introduce Sylvia, who is a successful single professional woman who is having difficulty reaching out for help. Her desire for independence is so strong that it has been keeping her feeling isolated. 
and this is quite common for people who are successful and independent, they have this idea or this picture in their mind that since they've been so successful at achieving, that they shouldn't need anyone. They feel as though they can essentially handle everything on their own. And I know for a fact that a lot of single women, well, in fact, a lot of women in general, desire companionship and would love someone to help them, but they are desperately afraid of the perception of others if they show any sign at all of being needy emotionally or physically or even spiritually. So we pick up the conversation when I ask Sylvia what doing life alone looks like for her. It's like a lot, it's just carrying a lot more weight. It's like, it feels like there's like this rock that I now am responsible for pushing up this hill and I have to do it in my own strength. And um, I can ask for people's advice, but I can't ask anyone to help me push up the rock. And they can tell me how I can, how I should push up the rock, but I'm the one that's in the end supposed to actually be doing all the work. So yeah, it just feels like a heavy load sometimes. Describe what it's like when you feel like you are pushing the rock up the hill. It's like if you mess up or if you do something wrong, it's like that rock can come crushing down on you, you know? And it's, um, yeah, and then so you can't mess up. (laughs) So it's a lot of pressure just to make sure that I'm on top of everything and nothing slips and, um, yeah, that I kind of know what I'm doing. In terms of like just making sure that I have enough money to pay my mortgage and, um, you know, that I make sure all the finances are in order. And I'm also thinking about retirement and all those future things that I feel like, you know, five years ago, I'd never even, I mean, I knew we were there, but now I feel like so much more pressure to make sure I'm on top of that because as soon as you wait too long, then you're regretting it all. So um, that kind of stuff, I guess, is on my mind now more. I mean, the property uh, not the the mortgage like interest rates all that stuff like I couldn't care less before and now every time like the bank goes to discuss about raising interest rates like my heart beats a little faster <laughs> so it's like those little things like I can't believe I'm stressing out about this but that's my life now so and even just having the place like living alone now for the first time it feels like I to just turn to someone and be like, hey, um, what do you think about this? It seems a bit like harder to do because I have to now call someone rather than just turn to someone in my house and ask. And now everyone else has, you know, everyone's kind of pushing their own rock up a hill so they can only, you know, help you so much. And, and now everyone has families and is really busy with, you know, their own lives that I just feel a bit more isolated. Um, also because I don't have those kind of responsibilities. So it's like, I can't even relate to people that have that. So yes, that's the rock. Mm-hmm. What does that isolation feel like for you? Or maybe even a better question, how do you feel having to do it yourself? Ugh, it sucks. <laughs> it's, at least I'm not used to it. This is, I think, the first year that I felt it really heavy um, because of just the big shift that I had in my life where I 
went from living with two roommates and it was lovely and it was just easy and I was in a great neighborhood and had all my friends around me and then I got up and moved and bought a place and I'm in a new area and um, I'm living alone for the first time in my life. Uh, so that was a big adjustment and everyone's like, oh, you're gonna love living alone. And I can see like there's definitely are benefits to it, but um, it's been an adjustment. Living alone can be a huge adjustment, especially if you've been surrounded by your family or roommates. And one day you're complaining about the dishes being left in the sink, and then the next day you're wishing someone was there to have dinner with. Now, I don't know if anyone else out there can relate, but all of a sudden you have this newfound independence, but it's also up to you to take care of everything for yourself and that can feel overwhelming. Sylvia is definitely feeling like she is carrying the weight of pressure by herself. She has actually likened it to pushing a rock up the hill. As she begins to exert this independence, it is met with the realization that the burden of responsibility has completely fallen on her shoulders. Now, I've come across all of these memes lately about adulting. It's, I guess, something millennials talk about a lot and how hard it is to grow up and how no one wants to because no one really wants to be responsible for paying bills or taking care of household chores. I mean, heck, most people complain when they have to make a decision, especially if you've been raised with parents who did everything for you. Making a decision can be quite difficult and complicated if you have to do it by yourself for the very first time. One of the memes that I came across went kind of like this. Being an adult is easy. It's like riding a bike, except everything is on fire. Everything is on fire and you're in hell. Okay, seriously, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Being an adult, having responsibility, taking care of yourself or another human, especially if they're little, can feel very overwhelming and isolating. So I wanna share a little bit of a story with you today. My college years were some of the best years of my life. I moved to Missouri and I lived in a women's dormitory for four years. It was awesome. I loved it. I was living with a bunch of other women. I always had a friend to talk to. My parents were in another country, which was good and also bad, but they were always quick to access through the telephone, even if it was a rotary dial. And I was basically living the 90s dream. I had independence, but my parents were basically footing the bill. So my dad had given me this emergency credit card to purchase things here and there if I needed them. You know, like a new outfit for spring fling or going to dinner at Cheddar's, which is one of the hot spots in Springfield. Anyways, I didn't really get this whole, this is for an emergency thing. And I racked up a few thousand dollars on that credit card. And when I would be talking to my parents, my dad would always say to me, Andrea, you have to stop using the credit card. Well, if you think I stopped using it, that's a hard no. Um, of course I kept using it. Okay, so fast forward to the day I graduated. I was excited and nervous and freaked out about what came next in my life. Basically, 
the same as my life now, except for 20 years later. And here it was, I walked the line, got my diploma at Evangelion University, and after the ceremony, and this is no word of a lie, my dad walked up to me with a folded bill in his hand. He handed it to me and said, congratulations. Now, talk about facing reality of being an adult, seriously. Now, maybe you've been feeling the pressure of making adult decisions on your own, and you're afraid of messing things up, not being perfect, and the pressure can be overwhelming. Well, here's the good news. You're not alone. Just because you're faced with responsibility and pressure does not mean that you're going to crumble or that you even have to carry it all on your own shoulders. In this next part of the conversation, Sylvia mentions the fact that she does not want to have to be a burden to anyone, even talking about how when she feels low, she has the pressure to encourage herself. Yeah, I think it's when the times when I'm feeling a bit low that I'm trying to figure out how to like allow that time that I'm by myself to like, I can like uplift myself. Mm -hmm. Do you think you always need to do that solo? Lately, yes. Lately, I feel like it's harder to reach out. I just feel like everyone else is really busy as well. So it's like I do have some go-to people that in those cases I I turn to and they um, are there for me. But at the same time, I don't want to be like a burden. So... I like to try and figure out how to kind of get myself out of it without having to rely on other people. But I do have like maybe two people that I turn to and I'm like, I don't care if you're busy, I really need to talk. (laughs) Well, I mean, not like that, but I feel like those are people I could do that with. From the sounds of it, you really are trying to hold the weight all yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... I mean, that was a struggle from even when I got the place and it was such a, I mean, just buying a place was like such the most stressful thing I've ever dealt with. And that was a lesson in learning how to ask for help and learning how to kind of depend on other people. Like even my parents, like I felt like so much guilt trying to ask them or like asking them for some kind of help whether it was like financially or emotionally all this stuff and they're like no but we want to help please (laughs) like but it was like this huge lesson for me to learn to be like it's okay to ask for help Mm -hmm. why do you think you have so much trouble asking for help I don't want to be like I don't want to be annoying (laughs) I don't want to be like I don't want to inflict anything negative negative on anyone like I don't want them to think uh like I don't want to be a burden on someone else um um I think that's the best way to describe it what does it like to be a burden on someone oh it's like they just are annoyed like they don't they're like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do this, but I'm going to do this anyways because this person asked, but secretly they wish they didn't have to do it. Um, so I don't like to put people in that position. 
at least I'm feeling like I'm putting them in that position or it's like even it's my also saying that I have a weakness and I need you to now help me with this um whereas I'm just like just figure it out yourself Sylvia <laughs> like you can figure it out yourself but like I there's a certain limit that I like to ask for but like you know for a quick advice or something like that I'm I think I'm okay with but anything that I feel like is more of a burden then I don't like to ask like even moving into this place it was so hard because I knew I would have to ask for people's help but I didn't want to so I basically just moved myself <laughs> and then if people offered to help then I was like yeah sure okay then I so I got two two people offered to help so they helped me but I didn't want to ask anybody because <laughs> I'm like who wants to help move <laughs> you know like and I'm always so impressed with people that can well, I don't know if I'm impressed, but I, I know that there's people that can just openly be like, hey, I need your help. You, can you help me? You, can you help me? And they're people are like, okay, but I don't like to do that. <laughs> As we are talking, it becomes increasingly clear that Sylvia is resisting asking for help because she really doesn't want to be a burden on anyone else. Even though she has a good network of support with her friends and family, she is still unable to ask them for what she needs. Maybe you can relate to how she's feeling, or perhaps you've never even realized it was something that you're even doing. Are you in a situation where you feel like the onus is on you and you're alone? You could be trying to navigate a certain situation and you wish that you could get the help that you need. But every time you're tempted to reach out, you have this thought that just kind of comes through your mind that you're going to be a burden on someone or that they may perceive you as weak and needy. You know what? Asking for help is something that you can ease yourself into. So if you're not really used to it, you can just take one step at a time. It's a skill that you learn and that you can use. And it often deepens with friendship and relationship. Now, when we're able to ask someone for help, it shows trust and often gives the other person permission to also be able to ask us if they need something as well. It's a two-way street. So in this world that's full of responsibility and technology and opportunity, we are definitely lacking the ability to be close to one another, to really connect and to have deep and meaningful relationships, even if it's just one person. So you may be thinking to yourself, well, when is it okay to ask a friend or a family member for help with something, whether it's financially or emotionally, or even if you need someone to weigh in on a big decision that you're trying to make? I think the answer to that question is often found in our motivation. So what is your motive for wanting help or even asking for it? There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help, but when it comes to a way of escape responsibility, that can be cause for concern. So if you're trying to place responsibility on the other person, then it's definitely not okay to ask. But hear me out on this. I'm 100% behind asking others for help. You should definitely ask for help when you need it to collaborate on a project, to ask a friend to review or edit your resume if you're looking for a new job, to ask someone to help you move or to pick you up from the airport when you're flying home from a vacation. Now, I know these things sound like common sense, but for some people, I might have just actually given you permission to finally ask someone for something. 
But when it comes to bigger issues like getting out of debt or co-signing a loan, basically doing something that requires someone else putting skin in the game, well, that's when you need to exercise some wisdom. So let me use the example of money. It could be that you really want to get out of debt. You may want to ask a trusted friend to help you by going over your budget or sharing with you how they were able to get out of debt. And if you don't want to ask a friend, then hire a financial coach. And I know of a few great ones that I can recommend to you. But the thing is, if you're looking to get bailed out of a jam, that's the time that you know you're actually trying to escape learning the lesson that you need to learn. But if you're in real need and you're willing to put in the work, then by all means, go ahead and ask because there is absolutely no harm in asking. Okay, so remember I was talking to you about the gift I got from my dad after graduating? The bill, the visa bill, the one that I actually racked up? Well, I was pretty overwhelmed to say the least, but the situation called for me to have a reality check, which I did, thank you, Dad. But I took the burden of responsibility quite seriously, and in that year, I was able to pay off the credit card, and I did it on my own. But my pride kept me from asking for help in how to manage money responsibly from that point on, something that actually probably would have helped me from years of struggle down the road. So maybe you're wondering if you're in a situation where you require help, if you're being a burden, or if it's okay to ask for the help you need. Check your motives. Be honest with yourself and be honest with the people you are seeking help from. I know it's hard to show weakness and to be vulnerable, and I've had to do it many times myself. And trust me, I don't like doing it. I don't love doing it, but it's something that will really help you grow. And I know that there are people who have much more wisdom than I do in areas that really could help me. So as we continue the conversation, Sylvia gets real about what is truly keeping her from asking for help. She's fearful of being vulnerable, and it's not just in asking for help. She doesn't want to look weak or face some of the things in her life that she's been turning a blind eye to. At the same time, I think when you ask for help, it's like you really have to, I feel like I really have to step out and be seen. And that I sometimes, I think I don't really like. Like, at least when, I, when I'm doing it by myself, I can do it within my own bubble and the privacy of wherever I'm at and it's like no one has to know about my struggle and when you ask for help it's like now someone has to know where you are and what you're struggling with and it's like a bit of vulnerability um that I think I don't like that part either and um yeah I think it's the being vulnerable Mm -hmm. You mentioned also being seen, walking out being seen and vulnerability can be a really interesting thing. Why is it that you are either trying not to be seen or feel like you're not seen? I don't know. I've always had, that's always been a and struggle like I I like 
kind of staying on the perf on the peripheral <laughs> side. I don't like to be in the middle of the room. Um, and I think I've I have struggled with perfectionism, and I feel like by being seen in like and everyone sees that actually you're not I'll do that. Like I need to say that you're not perfect is a weird thing to say because no one's perfect. But at the same time, then they can see your flaws and then that's when people can judge you. And I think it's just easier not to be seen. <laughs> no, one has, no one can judge you if they don't see you. Who do you even want to see you? Well, I guess the people that I allow, um, the people I feel comfortable enough to be myself with. They are the lucky few. <laughs> what will people see if they know you? I guess I'm curious. I guess I wonder if maybe by exposing myself to others in a way that makes me more vulnerable and in a situation where I could be judged, then that's when I'll have to notice all the negative stuff. Whereas when I'm by myself and like kind of in this situation, I can just like, you know, just keep to all the positive stuff and I don't look it up at any of the negative. So you get to kind of write the narrative all the time. Yeah, I get to be in my bubble, <laughs> you know, and um, just look at the positive. <laughs> and if you want to live a life that's solitary or solitary, maybe with the exception of a few friends, and then carry that responsibility yourself, then that's okay. Uh, the word solitary freaks me out. <laughs> like that really, oh, that's like my nightmare <laughs> to just be completely alone. <laughs> so no, I would definitely want a bigger, like I want a, a bigger circle, which I used to have. I think now it's just kind of, I haven't been as good at keeping it up, so I've kind of let go of some social aspects. So as a result, I've been more isolated. Like my, I, when I think about people that I admire, those are the people that like they just have friends wherever they go, and I'm like, I love that. Like you don't have to worry about having you know a family that like keeps you company. It's like you have your friends and you have your social circles. That like I think of my aunt who's been alone since she was in her fifties, and she's like the most outgoing person I know she's in her 80s now and she's just like being alone doesn't bother her because she does she's not alone she's she tries to go as, out as much as possible and be super active so I admire that and that I kind of aspire to to so what's stopping you then from actually doing that the rock that I have to push up <laughs> it's like this big rock that's I feel like is priority. <clears throat> I feel like once hopefully I get that under control. Well, I don't know if we ever get that under control or if it's just a mental decision that it's not that big a rock after all. <laughs> right now it's really big. I'm hoping that as the years goes on, it, go, it gets a bit smaller. Because um, then I feel like I could kind of do that simultaneously. But right now that's like the biggest 
like the priority where I have to say no to hang out with friends because I want to make sure that I have stuff in place for work and that I'm meeting my deadlines and everyone, all the clients expectations are met. And, um, yeah, like I have like this leg issue that's preventing me from dancing. So I'm, I'm working on getting that fixed. So it's like all these responsibilities first that I, have to, I think I'm trying to get a hold of. So I want you to imagine yourself. You are pushing this proverbial rock up the hill and there are other people with you and they are like laying on the grassy knoll. They're enjoying the view and you're slaving away, pushing this rock up the hill and they're just saying, hey, Sylvia, like, why don't you come and hang out with us and enjoy the view? And you're like, no, no, I, I have to do this. I have to get the rock up onto the ledge and what if they came alongside of you and helped you push that rock up the hill I don't even know what that looks like in real life <laughs> like I'm like oh this is now the part that gets hits my heart a bit more like a stings a bit but I'm like but who's really going to want to help. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I can understand how you would feel that way, especially when you've been isolated for so long. But the question would be, are you really even willing to accept help if it was offered to you? I really, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's because of protection, self-protection, not getting, allowing, if they don't let people in, then you can't get hurt. Have you been hurt or are you just afraid of being hurt? I think it's both. <laughs> I'm afraid of getting hurt and I also have been hurt and I know what that feels like and that sucks. <laughs> Was there something that happened to precipitate all of this? Yeah, I mean, it might have been even friendships I had in uh, elementary school. I mean, so long ago but I think those some of those I mean kind of left brutes or a scar I think let's say a scar yeah and um and maybe then I kind of learned early on that you need to just kind of set up some walls and not let people in unless you're super sure about who they are and um yeah that way you don't and the risk of getting hurt as easily. Maybe you found yourself in this conversation. You can relate to Sylvia and where she's at. Perhaps you've really had a desire to be close to people, to open yourself up, to be vulnerable, but there are things that are really holding you back. They can trace back as far as your family of origin and perhaps even your parents and how they acted is the same way you're acting and you've been unable to really create these close friendships and these bonds that you so desire or maybe you've had a wounding in your childhood or in your adolescence something that was unspoken or maybe you believed something about yourself that was not true and so you started to self-preserve in order to just be okay and to not let people in. 
it takes small steps to start moving towards having those intimate, close relationships in your life. And so it's going to be one thing after another that you have to do in order to really develop those relationships. And there is a difference between needing help and that can have a negative connotation versus really doing life with people and allowing them to be in your life and invested. And a lot of that will hinge on whether or not you can open up and you can allow them into your life. I know it's hard because sometimes we think that it's okay if people know everything about us, but we really don't want them to know us intimately. So start by creating a safe environment for yourself or get into a place where it feels like you can be in a safe relationship with one person and then maybe it's two. Learn how to start sharing in the relationship. It's not just about needing help. It's not just about creating a lot of friends. It's really about having people in your life that you can share the ups and downs of life with, that you can be real with. And when you're able to do that, you're also opening yourself up to their life and their problems, their flaws and idiosyncrasies and what comes along with that, which is completely okay. And sometimes that can be wonderful and beautiful and other times that can be also kind of a pain, but that's okay because that's all a part of being in relationship and not being isolated and alone to protect yourself not only from people knowing you, but from you knowing others. So I hope this conversation today has helped you. If you're feeling isolated and you're feeling alone and you really need to have other people in your life, take that one step towards a healthy relationship with someone else. We're going to continue this conversation on the Patreon page because I've recorded a bonus episode on what you can start doing right now to fight loneliness and isolation in your life. And I'm actually going to get pretty practical and I'm also sharing what I've done myself to not feel isolated and alone. So if you're not already a Patreon supporter, then you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the courage cast and you can get signed up there. And as always, I love to connect with you. So if you have not already found me on Instagram at, at Miss Crispy, which is my personal account, or at the dot courage cast, then find me, follow me and DM me. Let me know who you are so that I can follow you back. I've also created a brand new Facebook page, which is the courage cast shocker. So if you're not boycotting Facebook, please find me there, like it, and we can connect there as well. So thanks for joining me today. I totally believe in you, my friend. And I'm here if you're feeling like you're in this all by yourself, because you're definitely not. I'm in it with you. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillick.